0: Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast east Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast east Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last days prophecies biblically. Now, Pastor J.D. discusses the Bible's first prophecy today because Jews aren't God's chosen people. Satan hates them. He makes every effort to destroy them, but God sent his one and only son, Jesus, to save not just the Jewish people, but everyone in the world. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's prophecy update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly prophecy update at jdvarag.org. Now here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on November twelfth, two 2023.
1: The key here, and it's going to be germane to our understanding what I believe the Lord has put on my heart to share with you today in, in the Prophecy Update, is we must be at the ready with the answer on tap. That's a poor illustration. Shouldn't have used that? That was a flashback from the day just at the ready, rightly dividing the word of truth so you're not like all embarrassed, you know, ashamed. You know, is that in the Bible? Yeah, it's um, 1st Thessalonians chapter. (laughs) That was pretty bad, but it was good in a bad way. So in other words, I have to rightly divide the word of truth at the ready to give an answer so I won't be ashamed I won't be embarrassed so that I'm prepared for when, hopefully when, somebody asks me about the hope that I have. So what I want to do is provide three practical examples of how we can answer everyone who asks us about our hope in a world that has no hope. The first example is going to be specific to Israel, for obvious reasons, I would think. And how to answer from Bible prophecy concerning the reason for the hope that we have when we see what is happening in and to Israel. So what I did is I do what I always do, I create lists. And this one is an abbreviated list, and it, I think, sums up, for the most part, certainly not exhaustive some of the often asked questions, that we can be prepared with an answer straight from the Word of God. I want to preface this this way, very important, please hear me. In your preparing and rightly dividing of God's Word, studying to show yourself approved, when you're going through the Word of God, you let the Word of God go through you. When you search the Scriptures, you let the Scriptures search you so that it's not disingenuous. Now, um, I know you younger people, you have the Bible on your devices, and that's fine. Uh, But some of us old-timers, we like our Bibles, and we don't leave home without it. And they're always at the ready. And many years ago, by way of an example, I've had this Bible for over 30 years, I'll never get rid of it. So don't take my Bible from me. This this Bible has been, something about having the Bible, yeah, been with me through some of the most horrific and painful experiences in my life. And it's been a lamp under my feet and a light under my path, a shield about me. I could go on and on. That's Psalm 119, by the way. So, when I was in business, I always kept my Bible in the pocket on the door, the side door. So I was ready, man. I just, I I was, you know, sometimes I, you know, try to say, you know, my Bible's right there. Ask me a question. Come on. I'm ready. Couldn't wait. One day, had this um, guy, a gypsy, by the way. Jesus loves gypsies, just like he loves Arabs. So he's sitting in the passenger seat, and he starts asking me all the right questions. And he says something to me that stunned me and stopped me dead in my tracks, and I'll never forget it to this day. This is many years ago now. He says, uh, can you pull over and show me that in your Bible? Because I had already pointed out that I had my Bible. He said, pull over. I want to see it. Because see, in their minds, seeing is believing. Jesus said it's actually the opposite. Believing is seeing. So I pulled over. Boy, good thing I knew where to turn. I mean, I had that page marked. I was ready. And I was prepared. His whole countenance changed. Because the question he asked me, I answered it directly. Not even my words. Directly from God's word. Not my interpretation of it my quoting verbatim of it. Is that in the Bible? I said, yeah. He said, can you show me? I sure can. That's a healthy pride, by the way. I just want you to know it's a healthy pride. Sanctified pride. Okay. So I, t- I turned to the page and I show him. And I read it to him. He takes the Bible out of my hand. He reads it himself. Changed everything. Do you know that he's walking with Jesus to this day? I stay in contact with them, but I've talked with them, it was a while ago now. but just hey Ronnie, how you doing? And oh, we just talk story and remember all the good memories. And he gave his life to Christ, man. See, the world is asking two questions as they read the letter of your life. The first question, you know these well, right? The first question is, is it real? And the second question is, does it work? And they want it to be real, and they want you to be the real deal, and they want it to work, because if you're real and it works, then that means it can be real for them and work for them. So they want it to be. Are you the real deal? Is this real, and does it work? Is this the truth? They're looking for the way, they're looking for the truth, they're looking for the life, they're looking for Jesus. And we have Jesus to give to them and lead them to. Well, right now we have a golden opportunity before us because, come on, think about it. Even the most, uh, how do I say the sounding, uh, I'll just say it. Even the most biblically illiterate, I'm not talking Christians, I'm just talking generally, broadly. The average person knows that what's going on in Israel right now, wasn't there something about that in the Bible? Yeah, come on, ask me. Is that in the Bible? Yeah, right here, right here, right here, right here, right here. Oh, that's why you're the way you are. Yeah, that's kind of why. So you're not like all worked up or freaked out. No, I'm looking up because this is exactly what God's word said would happen at the time of the end. And it's all going to go down in Israel. And it is. How about that? talk about a conversation starter. An attention grabber. Here's the first question. Let's go through them briefly. Again, not exhaustively. Why can't Jews and Palestinians come to a peace agreement? Answer, take them to Daniel 9.27. Keep it simple. This is key. Keep it simple. And this is where spiritual discernment is a must. You must discern spiritually, and know that the Holy Spirit knows the heart. You don't. You only see and know the outward appearance. But the Holy Spirit, and I love it when God does this with my teachings, He'll have you, the Holy Spirit will have you hear a different message than the one I preach. And I praise God for that, because some of my sermons... The Holy Spirit's like, man, this one's going to be a lot of editing. But the Holy Spirit takes your words when you, especially because His word will never return unto him void. So He knows exactly where that person's at because He sees their heart. So He'll take something and it it blows them away because it's almost like they're going, only God knows that about me. did, Did someone call you? No, that's, the Word of God is alive. So, take them to the Word. If young people, I, I'm, I, again, I just, I'll, I'll quit uh, picking on you in, in a little bit, not right away. Uh, if you, because I know you guys are all about the devices, that's fine. Show them on, on your device. You know, maybe download the app, the Bible app that has different translations and show them on your device or tablet or whatever. But you got to show them in God's Word. I mean, if if you pulled this thing out <laughs> many years ago, I I told you that I've taken this thing. It's been all, all over the world with me, and uh, so I would get on a plane, and I always read my Bible because you can't turn on your devices till you reach a certain altitude. So I I have my Bible. So I have, I pull it out, but it's all worn off, and and I and the people next to me. As soon as I pull this thing out, it changes the whole atmosphere in that in that area, in that whole plane actually. Especially because I'm an Arab, they think it's the Quran. They're like, oh no, that's it. No, 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 no. No, it's a Bible. It's a Bible. It's a, it's a Bible. It's a sword. <laughs> so take him to Daniel 9 27, but keep it simple, but show them on your device or in your Bible. Age appropriate, I guess. And Keep it, read it, because God's word does not return void. Just say, actually, there is going to be a peace agreement. In fact, there's already a peace agreement on the table. Daniel 9.27 is a prophecy about that peace agreement being enforced, executed. You'll forgive the pun. And it's actually going to be a seven-year peace agreement. And it's going to be peace between the Jews and the Palestinians living side by side in peace and security. You can take them to 1 Thessalonians 5.3. Have these verses at the ready. You can take in the Daniel 8, 24 and 25, talking about how through peace, his policy of peace, depending on the translation, I, that is a very descriptive and detailed prophecy, Daniel 8. His policy of peace, through his policy of peace, he will cause craft to prosper and destroy many. Peace, destruction. Again, 1 Thessalonians 5.3, while they are saying peace and security, sudden destruction will come upon them as a woman in labor. And don't memorize them and quote them, show them again. But keep it simple and be very discerning, because you can blow them out of the water. I mean, it's like drinking water out of a fire hose. You're just going to blow them out, and they're going to be like, whoa, whoa. Because you got to keep in mind, we're we're living in the Netflix series binge era. I'm going to try a different one. You got the point, right? I mean, you know what amuse is, amusement? It's you shut your brain off. You don't muse anymore. You're amused. You're just neutral, just being brainwashed. You're not using your brain. And it atrophies. So keep it simple. I'm sorry to say, dumb it down if you have to, so they can understand it. Just keep it simple. Okay, question number two. Why has there been so much turmoil over Jerusalem, of all the cities? Why Jerusalem? Ah, oh, because God in Zechariah 12, Shom verses 1 through 3 said, I'm going to make Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the intoxicating obsession of the entire world in that day, the last days before I come back, I'm going to make Jerusalem a cup of trembling, a burdensome stone. They're going to try to move the boundary stones. It's going to be a burden on them. They're going to be intoxicated, a cup of trembling. It's They're going to be obsessed with dividing Jerusalem into a two-state solution. And then God in Joel 3 2. Let him read Joel 3 2. God invites them. They are SVP. It's the last RSVP. Who are SVPs? All the nations that divided God's land, scattered God's people. He invites them to the valley of Jehoshaphat. They RSVP, and He judges them there for dividing Jerusalem, the city of out of all of the cities that he put his name literally on, his name of ownership, Yaru Shalom. <laughs> peace, Shalom. In Arabic, Salem, Jaru Salem. <laughs> peace, city of peace, place. It's anything but except when the Prince of Peace rules and reigns. Number three, this is an interesting question for which there is a very good answer, but again, keep it simple. I'll try not to complicate it. Why have the Jews been hated and persecuted so much? By the way, the hatred for Jews right now is off the charts, Off it, right? Okay, why is the question? Answer, you can start them in Genesis 3.15, the very first prophecy in the Bible, by the way, where God says to the serpent, I'm going to put enmity between your seed and the seed of the woman. The first prophecy, and you're going to bruise his heel, but he's going to crush your head. The seed of the woman is the virgin birth. The woman is Israel. The point is, I know this is going to be shocking, Jesus is a Jew. The seed of the woman, the woman is Israel. In other words, there's going to come a savior from Israel, the seed of the woman, and he will be the savior of the world. You're going to bruise his heel, but he's going to crush your head. The woman has the egg, not the seed. This is the virgin birth of the savior of the world, prophesied in Genesis 3.15. And this is why it is that from the beginning of time, starting with Cain and Abel, Cain was demonically possessed to murder Abel because Satan is not all-knowing. He did not know that the seed was not going to come from Abel, but come from Seth. So he possessed Cain to murder Abel, trying to annihilate the Jewish people before there were the Jewish people. Because he knows Bible prophecy better than any Bible prophecy teacher ever will. So that's why. It's because the woman is Israel. And the Savior would come from Israel. You can take them to Matthew 24. Uh, I mean, maybe not. (laughs) Just discernment. The Jews of all the people have been the most persecuted people from the beginning of history, the history of mankind, because of Jesus the Christ. That's the simple answer. And this fourth one is probably the biggie. Is World War III about to break out with this war in Israel? (laughs) Now, you can have some fun with this. Uh, You can scare them into heaven with this one. Say yes and no. And then take them to Ezekiel 38, the Battle of Gog. Because all of the nations listed by their ancient name, and you'll have to expound on it and use discernment, uh, say all of these nations, modern day, are already at the ready to fulfill this prophecy. It can happen anytime. We don't know the timing of it, but we can know that it's about to happen anytime. Then you can take in Revelation 16, 16. This is the battle of Armageddon, and it's not with Bruce Willis saving the world from an asteroid. I'm telling you, we're the Netflix and uh, movie and generation and world that we live in. Um, Armageddon is actually a place, Megiddo, Valley of Jezreel, for those of you that have been to Israel with us. And talking about another invitation, God's going to gather all of the armies of the world to Megiddo, the the Valley of Jezreel, Armageddon. And the blood, we talked about this on Thursday night, is going to rise to the the horse's bridle. It's going to be a bloody battle, the Battle of Armageddon. So the answer, the simple answer is... uh, Yes and no. Yes, this could lead up to it. No, this is not it, but we're so close to it being it. Because you can also, this is another question, if you want to go into it, use the sermon, Psalm 83. Many argue this is a subject of much debate. Is Psalm 83 a prophecy or a prayer? Uh, You can argue both sides. I I tend not to muddy the water, so to speak, with Psalm 83. It very well could be because it is a conspiracy with the surrounding peoples to destroy Israel, wipe Israel off the map, so that the name of Israel is remembered no more. That's that's Psalm 83. You can take them there. There are many other passages, but again, keep it simple. And I know this is nowhere near being exhaustive, but at the very least... It equips you with a starting point. Have I just kind of given you, have I helped you a little bit here with these? It's just a a template. It's just a a kind of a tool just to kind of get you started. But do your own study of God's Word to be prepared because God might put a verse on your heart unbeknownst to you for somebody that three o'clock that afternoon is going to ask you that question and is going to have you with that verse ready for that question. In fact, I'll take it a step further and say, God will redirect somebody to someone else who is prepared if you're not. I hope that doesn't sound mean. I don't mean to be mean. Because God's searching to and fro, and, and here He's got somebody that He wants to save, but He's looking for the vessel, the laborer, <laughs> the worker, the paramedic. And, well, I can't use him. He, he's clueless. He's Anyway, sorry. He doesn't have the answer, or he's not ready. I mean, he has the answer, he just isn't ready to give the answer. So I've got to find some help. I guess, I'll, I guess I have to use him. God, that's a donkey. I know, but I can't find anybody else. God uses Arab donkeys. Listen, if God, I want to encourage you, because I just beat you up, I know. I beat myself up too, all the time. You have no idea. I don't need your help. Uh, If God can speak through a donkey, come on, He can speak through you too. Okay, this brings me to the second example of how to answer from the Bible, those who ask concerning the reason for the hope we have. Now, this is a big, I mean, I know they're all biggies, but maybe I should just ask you, are you getting people asking you questions about the economy right now? I took my daughter to lunch. I haven't been out to eat in months. Took her to lunch. Not going to tell you where. They don't even have menus anymore. No, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, you probably know the place. Good food, but no menus. So there's a little QR code now. I guess you're supposed to put your forehead or your forehand on it. And So the server comes to the table and goes, Have you eaten here before? I said, Yeah, it was a long time ago. I don't get out much, which is true. She says, You know, um, you have to scan in the code so we can track you on your device and uh, see the menu. In fact, that's how you order and that's how you pay. Oh my goodness. You mean, I carry cash around. I'm not going to tell you how much. I don't want anybody, you know, (laughs) taking me out afterwards. Not a lot. But if I'd have brought cash, do you know I, I wouldn't have been able to eat at that establishment? They've already gone cashless. They've gone menu too. But that's not even why I bring it up. Why do I bring it up? Because I had my daughter do it on her phone. I'm putting that thing on my phone. So I said, I Sabia, said, just pull the menu up and then they're already tracking you anyway. So um, just let's order. You know, this is where you want to eat. This is where you want to eat, right? Yeah, that's where I to eat. Okay, let's find them. Let's eat. So she's swiping and, you know, scrolling. And, I, I, you know, you know how we text, right? We're like this. <laughs> so she's, yeah, okay. What do you want? It's like, well, I don't know now, but uh, let me see. So I look at this thing, and I pick out what I want to order, and and then I add it to the cart, and it shows you the total. I'm telling you, I'm not getting any younger. I thought, I'm going to go see Jesus. When I saw that number, are you kidding me? I was here like eight months ago. It was not anywhere near that expensive. What happened?
0: Thanks for joining us for today's edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Some of what you've heard today may have encouraged you in your faith, and at times it may have brought up more questions that you would like answered. If you're wanting to get in touch with us, go to jdfarag.org and find the contact link at the bottom of the page. That's jdfarag.org. There, you can let us know some of the questions you might have, and we'll get back to you and try to answer those questions as best we can. While you're on our website, feel free to check out additional teachings from Pastor JD. If what Pastor JD shared today has you really confused about what it means to know Jesus and life beyond this life, there's a resource for you that might be helpful. At jdfarag.org, find the ABCs tab. This will walk you through what it means to have a saving knowledge of Jesus and what that means for you going forward. Once again, our website is jdfarag.org. If you're ever in or near the Kaneohe area, we'd love to have you come join us. Come visit Calvary Chapel Kaneohe on Sundays and Thursdays for a time of worship, fellowship, and in-depth Bible study with Pastor J.D. You can find service times and directions on our website. Just scroll to the bottom and click on Calvary. Again, that's jdforrog.org. Thanks for listening in to the Prophecy Update for today. We hope you'll join us for our next edition of In Spirit and Truth, where Pastor J.D. has much to share with you about what God's been putting on his heart. The Bible and its prophecies are not to be taken lightly. And so we'll keep digging in on In Spirit and Truth.